even though now I won't have to uh, live exclusively exclusively out of my van, potentially. <laughs> I mean, you still could. That's true, I could. We can talk more about that today, maybe why or why I shouldn't do that. And welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about the phenomenon of van life. We're going to be talking about what exactly is van life, what do you need to uh, live that van life, hashtag van life, if you will, uh, and also just some of the kind of pros and cons and uh, maybe some of the not-so-discussed uh, aspects of van life that uh, folks might not be aware of, just because if you do peruse, especially through Instagram, You'll see a lot of beautiful pictures of people by the beach with their toes sticking out of their van or uh, in the beautiful you know, mountain range somewhere. Um, and although there's a lot of great things about van life, we're going to get into the nitty gritty and talk about some of the good things and the bad things as well. So in case any of you out there want to experiment with van life or you're thinking about it, um, this episode might help you out. And uh, who knows, maybe by the end of today's episode, I'll want to decided to just live full-time in my van. So uh, I feel a little bit more qualified to talk about this one since I have done at least some extensive camping in my van. Uh, I haven't lived in it full-time, but uh, there are certainly some things I've learned from camping in it um, that would make it uh, great to live in or not so great to live in. So we'll be talking about those things today. Uh, so we're really excited to bring this episode your way. So without further ado, I'm joined by my co-host, my good buddy, Jared. What's going on, Jared? Ah, uh, van life. The millennial dream. Hello, Nomad Chad. You really are. <clears throat> I mean, you really are the great authority, or you should be. Not great authority. That's a little. That's kind of. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there, Jerry. You have the expertise of the realities of van life camping. You bought a van specifically for the purpose of camping out of it. Of va- vamping. Van camping is that a thing, or maybe I think maybe there's a name for it. I think it's van life. I think we've already established that. That is true, Jared. That's true. You outfitted the van. You bought stuff. You bought wood, lumber, bed shit, bed materials. Not bed shit. Bed materials. <laughs> Bedding. Uh, improve my language. You went like five times, and you got bored with it. And I, think I don't know it, if I'd say that. I believe you told me that last week. So I'm just, I'm just basing that off of what you told me so i think you would say that maybe you didn't say you got bored with it but you said you don't find interest in doing it anymore which i would say would be boredom with it did Did you not say that look i I don't i don't recall saying that um i think what i recalled saying is um it's not always super exciting to go camping by yourself that's what i would say but you're still bored with but but you're still have but you still are you you bought your next vehicle with the intention of going camping still. Yes. But you still have no one to go with you. Well that's that's not true. So if I get if I get a camping trailer, Jared, and you oh. even said yourself, if I got a camping trailer, you'd even come join me potentially. Oh, Jesus. Don't tell me you got this for me because you're gonna be <laughs> just, you just for you, Jared. <laughs> wasting I'm, putting, a lot of I'm money. putting Chad and Jared's camping trailer <laughs> on a big sticker on the back. Um, no, the thing the thing about it, Jared, is um 
the other thing, and I wouldn't say bored with it, but just um, the, and we can talk more about this later today, but there's a lot of things in my van that I think um, need to be upgraded or outfitted to make van lifing or van camping more of a sustainable thing. Like for a couple of days, it's great. But I tell you what, man, once it starts getting cold and or if it gets super duper rainy, number one, I mean, the the biggest thing that I don't have in my van is like an external like fan or AC unit that a lot of people build into their vans. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you right off the jump, uh, the idea of cutting a hole in my van roof terrifies me. Absolutely terrifies me. Mm hmm. So you didn't get bored with it. That's not the right word, but you have no longer have interest in it when you, in its current setting as, yes. as the van. Sure. You no longer have interest in the idea of the van life out of that van. In, in a long-term sense, yes, definitely. Oh, in a short-term sense. So you might camp in it tomorrow. I'm going next weekend, taking uh, okay. out camping next weekend. So yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, van life... Uh, all right, let me just ask you this. Did you hear about... The missing van life part woman, I, I, by the way. I did. I was wondering if we were going to talk about that. Of today. course we are. This is a van life episode, Chad, right? And this is the most. This is all over the internet. Um, yeah. So um, apparently, this couple, uh, they, they, <laughs> and it's so. I don't want to say funny. That's not the right word. But like, it, they really. It did seem like they went on like the like when you think van life. You think Instagram and you think all the cool pictures on Instagram. And that right. really did seem like, I mean, I don't want to, uh, maybe not both of their goals <laughs> based off of the story. Um, Fill so, the folks in with the story, though, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here, let me. There's. It's. It's been so hard for me to be able to. Um, find like the article that i want to use to read to explain the story because like i, I like i'll find i found an article yesterday i'm like Ooh, this is good and then like i was just lo looking at it again earlier today and like oh there's an article that just came out five hours ago i was like well this is newer there it must right. be and there's always new stuff happening anyway uh on july 2nd a young influencer couple left long island in a converted cargo van for a road trip to oregon the woman 22 year old travel blogger gabby petito documented uh, their time in an eight-minute video called Van Life, beginning our van life journey. In the August 19th footage, the man, 23-year-old Brian Laundrie, drives the van, eats various foods, and seems generally in love. Three weeks later, Petito has been reported missing. Laundrie has returned to the pair's Florida home alone, retained a lawyer and refused to speak with investigators. And that was actually, by the way, th that came out, shit, that came out yesterday. Yeah. And since then, <laughs> by the way, it's okay, so today's Saturday, that came out on Friday. Since then, this is, um, the the dude, uh, Laundry, he's missing. He, he uh, did you see that? No, he's missing too? He's missing, yeah. I didn't see that, he, no. And, 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 uh, Petito's, Gabby's mom specifically said, uh, he's not missing. He's hiding. Gabby's missing. She's like, there needs to be a distinction in how we... So she's clearly saying, you I mean, know, laundry's up to some shenanigans. Um, so, yeah. So, so um, Petito's mom, Nicole Schmidt, she reacted angrily to the news that laundry had vanished and suggested he's on the run, by the way. So this is this is real. I mean, this is... <clears throat> this is like, 
you know, this is the most popular genre of podcast right here happening in real time. Oh, uh, like the murder mystery type of thing? Yeah, like yeah, like the the kind of true crime true stuff crime, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like this is ha- like I feel like it's this is why it's showing up on my Twitter just because I, I think I forget how many people are every time <laughs> someone I tell someone I'm into podcast. Oh, by the way, I just opened my Twitter and uh it's trending right now. Uh once again. I, I um every time I tell someone I enjoy I like I'm a podcast fan. It's like an I'll say like a ninety five percent chance they're gonna ask me, Oh, you're into true crime? I'm like, No, not not right. not at all. But anyway, um I brought this up because um you I mean, you didn't really do a van life, you know, but you, you experience these van situations. Mm-hmm. You know, when you went to very whenever you go to various countries, you always type in every sort of way you can get murdered in that country just to <laughs> be prepared for I don't know what. Did did you have any concerns entering this van potential van life? I mean, when you first started it, I'm sure you had a lot bigger goals and expectations than like after the second time you did. It, you're like, oh, this is suboptimal. But before, when you had your hopes and dreams of mm-hmm. of of what van life could be in your little transit connect, mm-hmm. did you also consider someone could bust open those doors even if it's locked? People could oh, easily get into that van in the middle of the night. Oh, it would and, not be. Um, it would not be hard at all, Jared. How, just imagine, bro. Just imagine, you're go to sleep one night in your van, uh, and you wake up with it driving down the freeway, and you're like uh, hogtied in the back. That'd be terrifying. <sighs> that would be absolutely terrifying. And, and I you have, have like the thanks, blinds Jared, back I there, did, don't you? And the blinds are are closed, so you can't see who's in front. And your mouth is gagged. Oh my god, I'm getting chills just thinking about this. Does stuff like that ever cross your mind? Well, it didn't. Well, it has now. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> no. So, so here's the here's the thing, Jared. I'm I'm Enjoy a, your I'm a trip f- next week, Jared. Right? Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. I'm gonna come back on Monday and have like huge dark circles under my eyes, and Jared's gonna be like, "How was your trip?" And I'm just gonna be like, "Don't don't even don't." I don't even want to talk about. Like a steak knife. Right. <laughs> All well, night long. well, actually, Jared, did you I buy a machete? A, I do. I don't have a machete, but I okay. do have a. I do have a knife. Um, I forget what the what the term for it now is. Like, a, is it a tang blade? I don't remember. But it's basically where the blade. You have a f- like foldable knives, and then you have a blade that's like in mm. the handle. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like all one piece of metal. Do you do you follow Everyday Carry on on Reddit? <laughs> no, no. Sometimes I, don't. I pop into it's. Are you familiar with it? It's it's about the everyday like gun carry, right? Yeah, but it's just like people's general kit. And sometimes I'll pop into it randomly, and I'm like, "You mofo's really are just every day bringing like a tactical flashlight with you, two knives, you know, like a small right. pistol. Like this is what you carry every day." <laughs> As, like, Some it was bear just, spray. And just when I I, I looked up a, a tang blade, and it, and it, it definitely would be on one of those everyday carry. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I do have one of those knives in my van, and I keep it. I will tell you, I keep it within reach when I sleep. For I sure. I thought about that. Because I have some knives here that are, they're cooking knives, but they're prop. My my dad got me this knife for my birthday, a cooking knife, and it is properly sharp. I just like slightly tap, like on accident, like touched the tip of it, and gushing blood. <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> and oh, I'm like, geez. oh my god! <laughs> right. Um. And it, and it made me think. Okay, if I have an intruder, I know where that knife is. It's not out, so no one could see it. But I'm like, do I have it in me to stab someone? 
I'd almost right. rather just be like, just shoot me, bro. Like I don't, I don't want to stab you in your chest or your head. I don't right. have that in me to do that. I don't right. have it in me. Well, I'd rather I, I shoot hate, someone. I, I hate to, to say, say this, that. Jared, but I think a lot of times the reason why we have whatever it may be for self-defense, quote-unquote, I think it's more to better. just deter people. Like, you know, like, like if, if, yeah. like, look, if, if I were to, like, if I were to come to your house, Jared, and rob you, right? If I see that you have a knife, I'm, I'm not going to try to rob you because it's, you know. Well, that's why I want a pump action Mossberg. There you but go. I don't need. I don't need any bullets. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you just, yeah, you just pump it, and that's all you need. And then if, sure. they, if that doesn't deter them, I'll just swing it at them. Sure, <laughs> I use a yeah, just, like a yeah. Donatello. Uh, staff. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there you go. <laughs> Who needs a pistol whip when you can shotgun whip them? But um, but uh, yeah, but uh, to be honest with you, Jared, because all of my all the places where I've stayed have been pretty like campgrounds and stuff like that. I've never had uh, any like fears now yeah. i will tell you and, and not that i had a fear of anything you also mm-hmm. it, there's especially at a t- campground you're it's very not unlikely that you like I, there's so many people there it's like what are the chances i'm going to be the one that gets murdered you know right right <laughs> well and the thing is too is you're you're within a, at least a 20 foot you know exactly like distance just, between the numbers at that point you're like someone's right. gonna get murdered first someone will right. scream i'll hear it uh, well and <laughs> let's be honest though too jared if you if you really if you These are, are all things that have gone looking around what I said these are all things that have gone through my mind. It's like there's enough people here where someone else will most likely get murdered first. I'll hear their partner scream, and then I'll be able to get out of there. Right. Well, the the other thing though, too, Jared, with me is, like, look, if you if you were to see my camping setup, I mean, it's there's nothing in my camp setup where people would be like, oh, he's got a lot of money. I need right, to break into his take? van. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I I try to keep. I I am a big fan of the kiss method, Jared. Keep it simple, stupid. You know, I. Um, I think that's really, really crucial. Now, I will I mean, say, as we've talked about, in, oh, sorry, go ahead. What will you say? I, I will say though, if I would have, if I would have known what I know now about just the van life and camping with a van, I would have waited and actually gotten like a more of a cargo transit connect that has it has like uh, sliding windows on the like the pa- like back passenger side and and driver side, but then but then the like back window panel and the back doors are are metal. Right, mm-hmm. and the reason why I would have gotten one of those is because then you can mount like shelving and other stuff like that. Whereas with mine, because it's got you know like three windows on each side, so six windows that takes a, up a lot of just build space. Um, and also in terms of like worrying about people breaking in, I mean, I have six more than six ways where you could fairly easily, I think, enter my van if you really wanted to. Yeah, just do the Tyrese method. From fat, from too fast, too furious. <laughs> Take off your shirt, wrap it around punch. your fist, and boom. yeah, punch exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, that's such a great scene because then Paul Walker just opens the door and he's like, "Put your blouse back on." Right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you're now. Now we're getting into the minutia a little bit. I love it. But let's get to some, untranslatables. Can we get some untranslatables first? Sure. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Let's great. So untranslatables are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always have a one-to-one translation into english and i would love it jared if you can get us started today oh i'm so glad because i have a good one i have a good one. Oh, i'm excited sorry i think i I, th- I thought i saw an amazon package arriving um <clears throat> uh so how, how should i start this let me just start with the untranslatable so this is trinidadian slang 
Do you know why? Uh, do you have any idea of why I might? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you have any idea of why I might be thinking of Trinidadian slang? This is vague, so you might not know. I don't expect you to know. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, okay. Well, the slang is flat tire. Oh, Chad. okay. That's the that's the. I mean, they say it probably way cooler than that, but right. That's how I say it. Right. I'm not going to try to do your accent. Right. Flat. Yeah, I, I don't even know what a Trinidadian accent would Although, sound like. I, I guess I could actually find the person, because I heard it in a clip, and that's what oh, got cool. me. Oh, cool. Okay. Maybe well, I can why, find While you search, you let me, yeah, let me try to be? think here. I mean, you could go so many ways with this, Jared, like a flat flat tire. It could it could mean that you, like, you're, you're just feeling deflated and unmotivated, like you're feeling lazy. That's one potential idea. I'm just going to... Toss out some ideas here, Jared. That's um, not it. That's not it. I did okay. find it, by the way. I did find it. Oh, cool. Play the clip then. Let's hear it. Um, let me just explain to you how I even thought about that. You're, you're familiar with Trevor Noah. You seem like someone that oh, would yeah. like Trevor Noah. Oh, I All love right. Trevor I just, Noah. I just, saw he fi- I just saw his clip, so maybe I think maybe somewhere in there there'll be the clip of the person saying. But anyway, are you familiar? Here's another popular trending topic that's really been blowing up. Honestly, more than the... Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, I found it. I'll, I'll play it in a second, but let me just pause it at the spot. Um, this has been a, almost blowing up my Twitter. No, definitely blowing up my Twitter more than the fact that even there's a person missing and some sort of van life story is Nicki Minaj. Have okay. you, are you familiar with why Nicki Minaj is trending? No. God, it must be nice to live the life that you live, Chad. The the amount of stupidity I get sucked into on a daily basis and be find myself invested in for no reason. <laughs> that I am just so jealous that you don't have to experience. Um, so Nicki Minaj on September 13th, she tweeted... Um, so this all started with her... Let me just clarify. This all started with her making a statement about... Um, you have to be vaccinated to go to the Met Gala. You, 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 you familiar with the Met? I mean, yep. familiar yep. with the sense that she know with the outfits. I still don't even know what the hell it is, except for right. the fact that people like, what do you do once you're there? I don't understand what happens once you, you stand in the little area where everyone takes pictures of you in your little outfit, and then I, what happens after that? Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> no yeah, idea. no idea. And the yeah. thing is, I kind of look forward to it every year because it always shows up on my Twitter. Interesting and I like to see the, pictures, see the ridiculous stuff. Sure. But then I'm also like, what do you do? Like, what happens now? Do you just chit right. chat in that little air? I, what happens? I don't get it. Anyway, uh, at the Met Gala required everyone to be vaccinated. And Nicki Minaj wasn't there. She was saying she wasn't there uh, for vaccine related reasons. She was saying that she's one of the ones that's still doing her research. You know, mm-hmm. she's like, wear your mask. Wear the ones that tighten around your nose. But, I, you know, I haven't gotten the vaccine yet because I'm still doing my research which is, you know, one of the classic go-tos for for why people aren't taking the vaccine. And it's like, we, we what are you looking at at peer review studies and medical journals or something? Like, what are you doing? Because right. all of those would probably say take the vaccine. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, obviously people were frying her on Twitter already because of that. And then, uh, so she posted after that to sort of explain herself on why she's hesitant on the vaccine she said my cousin in trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent his testicles became swollen his friend was weeks away from getting married now the girl called off the wedding so just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision not bullied now chad Mm -hmm. do you have any idea of maybe what the trinidadian Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Here Means it is. you're here impotent, it is. right? A flat yeah, tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Can't Here's... get it up. So, so, so then after that, like scientists in Trinidad were responding to it. They like actually did the research. 
And they're right. like, we have no, no, uh, no science proving that uh, the vaccine has like nothing. We we've seen nothing in Trinidad or even globally showing that. Uh, the vaccine has caused flat tires. You and would then for after sure that, hear that too. <laughs> you know that would be. And then after that, there was a radio host that was on the radio talking about it, and that's really when I heard the flat tire thing. Here it is. Oh shit! Hold on. Neighbor, see X Y Z. I mean, it's come on, Nikki. You have 180 million followers. People listen to you. I mean, it's irresponsible on all all fronts. One, irresponsible based on the misinformation that is going out there regarding this vaccine. Um, you know, there was no verification of the story. And furthermore, to expose your cousin friend's flat tire in the public domain like that. Every man have a flat tire, okay. He will work on that. You know, there's there, herbs and, 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 and punch and certain things the man can eat and bring back our vibes. But don't come now. So man can it's to bring back some herbs and some punch, which is probably rum punch, okay. I'm assuming. He will work on that. You know, there's just herbs and, 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 and punch and certain things the man can eat and bring back our vibes. So but don't come now and, bring back some and talk that kind of talk. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Oh, so yeah, oh, I man. heard that clip on Twitter and I'm like, flat tires, so good. And That's then, hilarious. Uh, this, the whole clip was, was great. The, the Trinidadian accent is top notch. I mean, yeah, sounds top awesome. Notch. I could listen sure. to that all. It's, oh, I could listen to that accent all day long. So definitely good. for sure. That's that's don't awesome. expose the men's flat tire. <laughs> right. Putting his putting business him, in the streets. Come right. on, <laughs> Put, putting him on blast for sure. Just imagine. First of all, I don't think this friend is a real person. Um, right. But if he was, just imagine. If like he hit up uh, Nicki Minaj's cousin, he's like, "Hey, what the hell, man?" <laughs> right. I thought I told you that in confidence. Right. <laughs> now I'm yeah. trending. Yeah. Why anyway. are you telling everybody about my flat tire? Yeah. So that was yeah, my uh, untranslatable. That's a good one. My first one for you today, Jared, is Croatian, and it is. Uh, speaking of balls, it is <laughs> Muda Labudova, which means balls of a swan. Mm. Balls of a swan. Balls of a swan. Hey, I don't know much about this balls of a swan. I know ducks have multiple penises, don't they, or something like that? Or Do like, they? I, or, I don't like, know. Not multiple. Maybe it's like ex- extendable. Like it's like I a couple no feet idea. long or something like that. No idea. But I don't know about what's going on with the swan's balls. Does that just mean to be brave or something? Uh, no. Tough? Resilient? No. Or I mean, think about it. Do scary cat? I mean, do we do? We don't even know that swans have balls, right? Yeah, but they're aggressive. You know, they're it has aggressive. nothing to do with toughness or aggression. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, when I think of balls, I think of I'm thinking of the American use of it, right? Where we use that to mean, like, tough or brave or something, right? Okay, nothing to do with that. Nothing I need to, to take my that. American bias out of it. Yes, balls of a swan. Like, oh, is that just mean to be like uh like you're like a, someone that's very quiet or like or like no. a, a homebody <laughs> no let me let me give you an example jared so so if i wanted to take my uh take my van to the sahara desert and spend a week there um with no water you'd um maybe that's a terrible example but you would be like chad it's it's going to be balls of a swan for you to survive oh it's like low likelihood of something happening yeah. Uh, even even more extreme, chance in hell, even maybe? more extreme than sure. That's one way you could say it, Jared. 
Um, yeah, to be impossible when something's mm. impossible. Okay, when pigs fly. Exactly. Snowball's chance in hell. I like that one. I never yeah. use it, but I like it. I think it's a good one. Uh, well, because I thought, well, because I uh, organically found this flat tire Trinidadian one, it got me th- thinking, I bet you they got a lot of good ones, and they do. Here's another one. Oh, nice. Uh, monkey know which tree to climb. Monkey is a popular phrase they use to describe people, I've noticed. Okay. At least in these untranslatables. That's, uh, I, I would guess it means to like stay in your lane. No. 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 Okay. Um, we, we use actually the, um, the, the phrase climbing a tree in, in the U.S. Climb okay. the tree. What kind of, what, how, how like would you climb how the you, corporate ladder? They, maybe, yeah. Okay. Now, this might not be exactly that. This might be a little bit more nefarious than that. But think about monkey know which oh. tree to climb. So it's you know you know who uh, who to butter up or who to suck up to to get what you need. You know, I'll give it to you. All right. It's more like, um, yeah, it's a little bit more, even more nefarious than that. But it's like you mm-hmm. know who to, who to manipulate or take advantage of. But right. that's that's how you gotta. That's yeah. how you that's how you succeed and survive in the corporate world. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to disagree <laughs> with you, Jerry. You you know more than me. It's not about uh, what you know. It's about who you manipulate. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, all right, my next one for you is uh, Italiano, and it is uh, un cane in chiesa, a dog in church. Like not subtle? Uh, no. Can't, can't keep a secret? Mm-mm. Well, just think about it, Jared. Uh, you know, the, the, the Italians are pretty uh, religious folk for the most part, very Catholic, right? A lot of them. And uh, do you think they would be happy to have a dog in church? Oh, it's like disrespectful? Rude? Out of... Uh-huh. Not, not, oh, it, oh, it's just like this doesn't fit. You know, it's like... Yeah. It's like a... Okay, I'm trying to think of a comparison. I'm trying to think of an example I could give you. Um, oh, so here you go, Jared. Say say I take we're going to continue with this van life example here. Say say I take my van out this weekend, and um, you know my van's perfect for one person, maybe two people if you got a lady friend with you. Uh, it'd be a little tight, but you could do it. Um, but you know I get to my campsite and I'm getting all set up, and then you roll up and you're like, "All right, Chad, I'm here." And I'd be like, "Oh, great! This is like a dog in church." Oh, it's just like oh, that's awkward. This is a, not a, a weird situation. An unwanted guest. Oh. Wouldn't be there. Wow. I wouldn't want you there camping with me, Jared, but no, you no, and I no. sleeping together in my van would be a tight fit. That's exactly what you what you are saying. It's okay. You, I'm an unwanted guest. You don't have to then backtrack and be like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm an unwanted guest, and I understand. Um, I've actually been an unwanted guest on one of your van life uh, excursions, and your battery died. So Yeah. You are a very wanted guest at that point, <laughs> Jared. Let's, let's keep it real. <laughs> That's let's true. keep it real. You are a lifesaver, dude. Um, and ever since then, I'm still always a little weary. Like when I camp and I'm like, all right, is my battery yeah, going to go again? I can, I can definitely imagine that. that I, I would know? feel that way too. So let's talk about, first of all, what is van life? Van life is someone taking some sort of, usually it's some sort of cargo van, old or mm-hmm. new, some sort of doesn't have to be cargo van, but that seems to be the best option. Right. Um, um, and they uh, upfit it. Is that would that be the term? Upfit it, outfit it, probably with, outfit it, outfit it with um, all the gear needed to essentially live out of it. Right. Uh, being a bed, kitchen setup, mm-hmm. some sort of 
water setup, some sort of gray water collection area. Right. Um, ideally, some sort of HVAC unrelated to the actual vehicle, you know, right. normal vehicle HVAC that you can run right. when the car is not on without any concern of draining a battery, which Chad is rightfully very concerned about. Right. Um, and various other things. I'm sure I missed stuff. But um, and it's 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 really been romantic romanticized in recent years i feel Especially, like yeah on social media i did find out jared doing a little digging for today's episode the first year where it kind of started to become more mm. um, popular on social media was 2011 so it's been some time since then people were doing van life obviously before van life was like a thing on social media sure um, even though some folks believe in pixar didn't happen but um uh, <laughs> especially for I van do, life right one thing i do want to discuss though really quick jared because Obviously, van life would not be possible without the van itself. So I do sure. want to share with our listeners, and I will share since I know Jared works for the car industry, and he has to be a little more careful with what he says. I'm allowed about to vehicles. say brand names, <laughs> right? Um, <clears throat> yeah, but but yeah, I want to talk about. There's like a few different kind of thought processes through like what type of van, and I guess the other reason why I want to share this is because I had to go through this thought process when I was picking out a van. Mm -hmm. So there's there's uh, as Jared mentioned, cargo vans are a really popular. Um, kind of method for van life. And there's a lot of good reasons why. Number one, you can find a lot of them used for pretty cheap. You know, and for yeah. a lot of people, they van life because they, let's be honest, they can't afford a completely outfitted RV because a, like a nice RV will cost you anywhere from 50,000 US dollars to over 200,000, depending and, on the RV. And like a full size work van, what, you know, used or, or whatever, new or used, is the perfect compromise, I would say, in size. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as interior space and size, right. as far as maneuverability as, the, as a normal vehicle, yeah. Because there are there are things that are smaller, like your van, which mm -hmm. you can essentially drive like a normal car. Yep. But you know, there's a lot of compromise inside, and then you could get stuff like a school bus. Yep. Uh, which, which they call a schoolie, by the way, Jared. That's the term for a converted school bus. Mm -hmm. And those um, offer a bunch of space, but it's a huge. A huge compromise as far as ride quality. I mean, you're essentially right. driving like a tractor, <laughs> right? Like, well, and they're terrible. And with to drive. schoolies too, Jared. The 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 thing I think a lot of folks don't realize if they want to convert a school bus is getting any work and maintenance done, getting new tires for your, even your school yes. bus. Like it's the cost of maintenance. Oh, I should have sent you this. I I, I watch a regularly. I watch a um something called uh, regular car reviews. Um and they rec and they recently reviewed a schoolie and mm -hmm. and he and he said that tires are easily the most expensive part part of maintaining it because you know it was like he said it was like two grand or something for wow. tires maybe twelve fifteen hundred something like that wow but you know it's you know a normal car you can get uh, a set of tires for like you know four five hundred six hundred bucks and, and I will tell you right that. up front Jared I mean not not the van itself but my van build i say build very liberally here because i didn't build that much but all the stuff that i have an outfit in my van was way less than two grand um, right and that's so, just regular maintenance for right exactly <laughs> for exactly so so okay so there's a couple different kind of thought processes those and as you mentioned so school buses is one route i have a, uh, a transit connect did i which miss is a minivan so between those three levels did, did I miss any sort of vehicles you could use? Well, so so you have minivans, which is one. Yeah, that's right. Rough. Um, and and I mean, I would consider my Transit Connect a minivan. 
Um, yeah, but more. I think you have more usable space and right. yours well, than many Well, and I did that on purpose, Jared, because the the years 2010 to 2013 of that specific model, they have a higher roof. Right. And, and after 2013, they lowered the roof on them, probably for aerodynamics or what have you. But uh, that roof space is crucial. I mean, I'm not that tall of a guy anyways, so I can kind of slouch in my van and get around pretty easy. If you're like six feet tall, honestly, I would say you you need to go with like a, like a high roof um, cargo van or, or work van because otherwise it's just going to be – you're going to have back issues, and especially if you're living in it full time. See, that's the other thing about van life that I think a lot of <clears> folks <throat> – don't realize is that depending on your van setup your van might just be a hey i'm gonna sleep in here once in a while and occasionally cook in here other people who really outfit their vans they can straight up live in there you know they can if they work remotely they can work from there you know my van it's just too tight and the other thing about my van as well jared is i didn't gut it a lot of people if they gut the inside then you also get more cubic space to work with and i just didn't do that because one for me this was a big test run to see if i liked it you know um and i just didn't want to gut an entire van and then spend all that time and effort um to build all these things and then if i ended up disliking it you know um so so it was a test run do you think you made the right decision you know jared in hindsight uh, yes and no i think um you can never just give a yes or no it always has to be these yines Right. I want a well, hard let, well, answer. Yes. Let me t- no. Well, then if the Well, let me tell you what let me give you I guess the pros and the cons, Jared. The the pros is I love the fact that it is very maneuverable. I can get to a lot of places easy. The gas mileage is great. Um and also honestly comfort for the most part is pretty decent. However, I will say that in hindsight, I would have I think rather invested my money in a in a pickup which I've already done and a camping trailer just because there's more room to maneuver and you can actually just spend more time inside of it. Now, the other alternative is I could gut my van and really outfit it and make it fancy like a lot of these van lifers do. But one, it takes a lot of skill and time and I don't have the skill or the time right now to do any of those things. Um, but I do like it for like, it's perfect for like, as I mentioned, like a short camping trip. It's absolutely perfect. And honestly, for my road trip down South, it was great. You know, if I were to take a pickup truck and a camping trailer on a road trip down South, as much as I drove, I mean, gas alone would have been, you know, it would have been cheaper probably to stay in hotels than to pay for gas. So, Mm. um, so, you know, that's, I do like the flexibility of it. I like that, as you mentioned, you know, it's, it's super maneuverable. Um, so I you don't get plan to go that far anymore? Um, well, if I have a truck and a, and a, a camping trailer, probably not. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not planning on selling the transit either. So, um, you know, I'll have those options uh, to explore, which is nice. But let me See, tell you, now, Jared. Uh, mm-hmm. Now there's a lot of contradiction because I feel like also last week you told me you're going to take everything out of it. When? You said. I, uh, oh, or, well, or, that's. Did you not say that? That's because I'm most likely going to be giving the transit to sure, my dad still, to drive. Yeah, but okay, but still. I, I thought you said you were going to be taking everything out of it, and now you're like, and now you still, I didn't realize it was still an option. No, it's still, it's still an option for sure until I get the camping trailer, and then I'll probably reevaluate things. But um, anyways, talking I still... talking in circles. I, got, I guess so, you're <clears throat> right. Um, but okay, now I do want to mention, though, a couple different things regarding the vans themselves. So number one, my van, Ford Transit Connect, um, the the year I went, the twenty you know up to 2013, 2010 to twenty thirteen, is great because it does have a higher roof, 
But I will tell you, Jared, if you do outfit, like my van is pretty basic, right? I basically, I have a bed. I put the bed on risers so I have more storage space underneath the bed. I put a, like a plywood plank down for a floor and that's pretty much it. And, and a curtain rod in front so, you know, it won't be super bright in the morning. So um, you can't see your kidnapper while he's driving. Exactly. To the secret <laughs> location. Exactly. But I will say, I have a feeling the people that really, because I've seen plenty of people on Instagram who have really outfitted their Transit Connects with like, like a lot of, especially like wood cabinets and stuff like that. The thing is with with these with these specific vehicles, um, I I don't have that much in my van, and I can already tell like, I can tell a difference from when I bought it and I didn't put the stuff in from driving around, versus the stuff I have it now. I can only imagine how how like much worse the the just trying to accelerate with the thing if you really build it out. So it's really important to keep in mind like what you want to build or put in your van. And take that into consideration based on the type of van you buy, because I think my engine's like a 2.4 liter, um, not super powerful. Um, and there were a couple times here when I was in Kentucky and I was going up hills where I literally had the 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 pedal, the gas pedal, all the way to the floor, and mm-hmm. it was not accelerating anymore. So I had hit my maximum, um, you know, at about 80, 85 miles per hour. Um, so keep that in mind, you know, if you if you really want to make it really fancy and and build a lot of stuff in there. And as you mentioned, like if you want to have a gray water tank, if you want to have, you know, some people have what's a really cool design is they'll have like a fold out bed with like a table, you know, depending on how much you plan on adding in and building, you may want to consider something more like a cargo van, which is designed to just handle more weight. Okay. And then regarding cargo vans, though, there is something that uh, I, di- I learned when I was doing a lot of research is that a lot of the Ford Econo lines, which are uh, kind of that older kind of stereotypical, you know, uh, cargo van that people think of, a lot of them do have um, different uh, issues, like especially spark plug issues, which doesn't seem like a, you know, huge thing. But if you, a lot of these van lifers go to really remote places, and if you have a spark plug issue and you can't start up your car and you're stranded... Um, you know, you, you want to make sure you have some type of backup plan or something. Um, but then the other thing that I've been seeing as well, Jared, uh, for van life a little bit, uh, that we didn't mention, and this is a really interesting thing is buying like a box truck, like a U-Haul van. Uh I've seen some people outfit those, which that would be really interesting. You can, you can, oh, I guess you just have to cut a hole in the roof or something to put AC in. Yep. Well, you have to do that regardless. Uh, doesn't matter what <clears throat> what those the are also is, terrible yeah. to drive. Oh, um, for sure. That that now that seems kind of cool. That I, I feel like I that I could I could get on board with that. That seems right. cool. Like buy like an old you and see. Here's the other but thing. That, so I feel another, like you got to be a little bit more permanent with yeah. where you're staying. I have so many. You're talking a lot about your about specific vehicles. I have so many comments about like the idea of like just the whole concept of van life. Okay, um, and that is one of them. Is this idea of just having something like a schoolie or, or a box truck like that? Because um, I, I don't understand how that works. Like, are you always with the van, with the truck? Like, do you have any other sort of form of? Do the people that use this have any other sort of form of transportation, or is this th- their entire life? Like, where do you park it? And then, if you ever want to travel, can you never leave the country? Mm-hmm. Where do you just leave something like that? Um, you know, I feel it's like a good there's question. so many things about the logistics that um, um, I think. And that's why I think when I was talking about like the van life being romanticized, because to me, it just seems like it's full of compromises. I, I like yeah. I, it's hard to see. I agree with you. It's hard to find 
the uh, excitement in, in it, especially if uh, you don't have a lot of money, you know? Right. Because it, it seems like it's it's a, one of those activities, kind of like we were talking about um, about traveling and, wor- you know, working and traveling. And, like, mm-hmm. and it's like you either need to have some, like, legitimate talent that to earn money that you can sort of do anywhere, you know, like some sort of artistic right. talent maybe. Uh, or you just need to be, like, the heir or heiress to some sort of fortune. Because right. I don't understand the financials of doing that because it's just sort of the same thing. This is actually great for someone that wants to do that, you know, nomadic travel life, but you need one of those, you know, uh, one of the, especially if, like, to limit the compromises. Because even if with the nicest rig, it's still full of compromises. Right. And the smaller your van, obviously, the more compromises you have to make. And that's another reason why, uh, yeah, once it's, again, it's Jared, always a, it's always a, a, a payoff. I wouldn't just say right. that straight up because if this is your only vehicle, you're 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 making compromises on on both sides, whether right. it's too small right. or too big. Right. So I wouldn't I just say if it's smaller. I would say if it's bigger. Then what if you want to go into town, but right. all you oh, you only have a freaking school bus. Right. And it's like I don't know if I can parallel park that in these Massachusetts streets or whatever. Right. Um, or if you want to go to a campground and they only have certain types of campgrounds. Yeah. Or, or if you want to go, you know, some a lot of van lifers, I think they tout being able to go to some really kind of off the beaten path, remote places. And you're right. Mm-hmm. Like, with, can you? I don't think you could off road with a school bus. Can you? Maybe you can. I don't know. Uh, uh, I I'm not sure. I wouldn't I'm not want sure. to try that. It's, I think right. it's, I think there's no four wheel drive and it's just big. It's too big. Right. Um, just imagine how rattly that would be. You've been right. in school buses driving oh, yeah. down the road. It was a rattle box. Right. <laughs> just imagine right. off road. Oh, I've actually done that before, dude. In, in Tanzania, uh, it wasn't a school bus, but it was like a, a passenger bus. Okay. Uh, it, it wasn't like a full size. Uh, I don't even. It was about the size of um, like the like the shuttle you would take. To go from like the airport when you're at a rental car place or whatever, and right. you're like going from the rental car place to the airport. Oh yeah, so you can kind of stand in it. Yeah, but nowhere yeah. close to as shitty as those are. Okay. <laughs> Way nicer. <laughs> okay. So it wasn't it wasn't as much as of a rattler is what I'm getting at as those things are, and the road a little bit nicer. But we went to um some um we went to some villages uh, and mm. we went on some. Roads where I was like, we're in like a bus, and like I'm leaning so far sideways, I'm about to fall out of my seat into the person on the other side of this bus. And I was actually surprised at the capability, but I would say those are probably, more, you know, they're smaller than a school bus, though. Right. Um, right. But yeah, I bet, you know, the. Uh, Van life is for Instagram, Chad, because not, not, nothing is more of a flex than opening up those back doors to your uh, transit uh, and op- and there being like a beach and just your nasty feet in the picture because people love to do that. <laughs> and you're just looking out on it's just like the tip of a book that you're reading. And it's like, ah, su- like, ah, my sunset's better than yours. You wouldn't say something like that. That's some, that's some, some like I would say. You'd be like, ah, I love a sunset, you know, when really right. it's just a hard flex and you're at. And <laughs> but I would bet, Chad, be- mm-hmm. that if you were to actually get a picture of these people's, of these van life people's, um, uh, Mercedes Sprinter doors opened, looking mm-hmm. out onto the uh, out onto their uh, surrounding. More often than not, more often than you see the beautiful woods, the beautiful desert scene or whatever they're into, you're gonna see like a rest stop. 
you're gonna mm. see like uh i decided not to a open gas the gas station yeah i decided not to open the back doors to my sprinter tonight because this walmart parking lot is sketch right <laughs> like I, I, it's just it's just it all feels like a like a a, a gr- not a grift <laughs> this is way too strong of a term but it's just like it's not as cute and 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 idealized as i feel like instagram right. has made it seem or youtube there's so many like van right. life bloggers but it's like yeah but you have like millions of subscribers you're sponsored by uh dometic yeti or you know right. like all these companies right <laughs> Do- that's the name of the company right dometic that's like yeah. the fridge yeah they okay. do the fridges yeah yeah mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, yeah, thanks to Domatic for giving me this fridge. Just testing it out for the weekend. See how it works. Right. Uh, and it, <laughs> it's like, then I'll give a full review. And it's like, yeah, okay, this is not real. Um, right. And I feel like, I really feel like for this to work, you need to have a base somehow. Which, once yeah. again, goes back to having money, you know? Yeah. Because... Oh, I don't know. Can you? Is is I don't know. Is it possible to have like a small apartment somewhere for two hundred? No, you can't get an apartment for two hundred bucks a month anymore. Definitely can you? not. I you probably could though. Maybe if you go to like some middle BFE uh, in like Kentucky or something, you know, just middle. Uh, but they wouldn't have apartments then. <laughs> right. Right. Um, which is once again why you need to have money then, because well, I, I don't. You, I just you, don't. You know what? You know what folks might use for a base actually, Jared, which would be cheaper than two hundred a month would probably be like a big storage. I'm not saying you would live there, but I'm saying a storage unit. That's where you could keep the stuff you couldn't maybe bring with you um, right. on your van but life journey. Where, where would you stay? In the van or in a hotel? In a storage I mean, unit? No, in, in in the van or in a hotel. Okay. Or with a friend, or an Airbnb, I, yeah. or I guess couch I, surfing. I, I don't understand. Yeah. Oh my god. All of those options just, just make just give me stress. <laughs> right. Asking a random. First of all, I don't have friends like that. But just, uh, but just like, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand the practicality of it. And I don't want to be in a situation where like I'm constantly going back to like my parents' house because that just seems like now I'm. Now I'm dragging in them into this. Now they got to right. have a freaking school bus in their driveway. <laughs> right. <laughs> or it's like, and I don't want to drag them into my, my, you know, it's just now, now I'm burdening them with my uh, way of life. Um, and it's just like, hey, can I borrow your car? Because I can't take the schoolie. And it's like, uh, it's, it's just, I, I don't understand right. practically how these van lifers live. Well, I think once once again, I don't think you get into the van life for practicality because it's as you've mentioned, it's not really that practical, especially if that's your housing and your main mode of transportation. I find um, it interesting mm-hmm. because I feel like it, it gets like well, it's pitched as like an alternative lifestyle, you know. Mm-hmm. But for it's sure. like so it's an alternative lifestyle, but people recognize that they're purposely putting themselves in like a annoying situation (laughs) well i think it's i think it's only an annoying situation jared if you once again it's all about what you're willing to live with and without right so if you if for you it's more important what clearly i'm bougie you can tell from this conversation i I have a lot of needs well (laughs) let's let's keep it a buck jared out of the two of us you're certainly the bougier one for sure probably out of the two of us i I would say high taste uh, needs you know right what can i say You know, when we talk about like living, especially living in a different country, you you need to have your uh, investment banking uh, portfolio <laughs> up to two point five mil before you go there. Whereas I'd be happy to chill on an island for maybe half a year and and you know do some freelance uh, work 10 or something. Ten grand and just hope um, for the best. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, Not I me. think the, the interesting thing about van life, though, Jared, or the reason why I even bought a van and, and did this, a lot of it for me was just trying out something new, testing some things out. I also just mm-hmm. wanted to kind of experiment a little bit, find out what works, what doesn't work. And as I've mentioned, where I've learned already is what doesn't work is um, because I don't have any AC in my van if the van isn't, you know, the van itself isn't actually running. Um, it, that does limit me quite a bit to when and where I can I can camp or stay in the van. Um, I can tell you what, I, I mean, if I would have slept in the van when I did my uh, trip down south, it was over 90 degrees every day I was down there. I would have probably lost 20 pounds, Jared, in just sheer water weight um, from trying to you know sleep and stay in the van. So I had to stay in hotels. So that was something I had to budget for and plan for. Um, and also, too, the other thing about van life is what level of commitment are you willing to put into it? Because for me, um, as much as I love traveling and camping, you know, you call me nomad Chad. Um, you know, I want. Um, for me, though, it's it's. I'm not so committed to it where I feel comfortable with, as I mentioned, completely gutting my van, you know, cutting a hole in the roof for, for, you know, and sure, if I wanted to, I could maybe, you know, find a professional and pay them to do it. But once again, for me, it's, for me, it's more about kind of trying things out. I I like it mostly for camping. It's really easy to maneuver and travel with, you know, the, the transit connect. It's not a big vehicle. I tell you what, Jared, it's harder for me to drive my pickup truck than it is the transit connect. Um, I'm still not fully used to driving the pickup yet. Just, just the handling. It's oh. bigger and longer. The pickup is. It's just more yeah, cumbersome. Yeah, I mean, the transit connects is essentially just a car. It's a car. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, it is. So I, I have two more things I want to bring up. One, one is just my my personal thing, and then I, I have a I think I have a fun question. So, um, for, I feel like also to really make van lifing work, I always wonder this. I wonder this with you. I wonder this when I see these people with their feet sticking, with tootsies sticking out uh, <laughs> on the beach. What, you gotta have like hobbies. Like like yeah. you legitimately need to, not, not someone's half-ass hobbies. I play Switch and I like to keep up with the latest Real Housewives of Potomac. You need to like be in, you need to be into shit. You need to have like a bike, uh, yep. surf. You often see Skateboard. surfboards. Uh, what'd you say? I have a skateboard. Skateboard, that's a good one. That's a good yep. one. Uh, you see a lot of surfboards uh, for mm-hmm. some reason. <laughs> um, I, I, I can't even think. Rollerblades? I don't know. Uh, or, or, or you have to be like a... Or this goes back to the job thing. Kayaking. Like if you're a writer, like a proper writer, you know? Mm-hmm. Something you can sit down in front of a computer for hours and do. Like you need to have some serious things to keep yourself occupied. Because I've, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not good at that, but it's easy to not be good at that and, and live in a home of abundance. You know? Sure. Um, so I have one more thing I want to I want to ask you. And this is this is my my final question for both of us. Okay. And I'll give you some time if you need it, or you, maybe you don't because you've done more research into this than I have. Uh, I want your your ideal van life van. So if you no 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 yes. budget. Yes. You're fully Great. committed to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what what's your, what's going to be your rig? I think I have an idea, but I but. You you know more than me, so I want to hear you go first. If right. You have well, one. well, here I want to I want to give you uh, two things because I think this will be helpful for listeners out there who who can't afford their full dream van. But I will tell you my dream van as well. By the way, first, no one's listening to this. Like, oh, let me take these notes on how to. Uh... You never <laughs> oh, know, this Jared. Is great. Don't, this is don't, great. Don't sell ourselves short. <laughs> uh, you never know. Great information, uh, but the, guys. So so, he, so here's the thing, Jared. If I could completely out, if I had no limits on money and could completely outfit my current van, what I would do is I'd put a nice roof rack on it, 
I'd get an AC unit in there. I would gut it and then build um, uh, basically a bed that like is a foldable bed. And then that would also function as one side of my van would have like a little table. And that's where I'd put like a little burner because, you know, it's really good to have a kitchen in there. That's what they call um, a modular bed. Yep, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, From what I've then, heard, though, modular beds are a little bit more rattly. They, they could be. But once Not again, yours. you have an unlimited budget. It's done right. Exactly. <laughs> that shit and locks look, in the place. If it's rattly, Jared, um, I'm just going to crank up that music so I can't uh, hear the rattles. I thought you said, <laughs> what I would do is I, I'm just going to call someone and have them fix it. Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> I have an unlimited true. budget. I'll just pay right. someone to fix it. Right. Now, one <laughs> thing I would love to set up in the van, too, though, is if you have like a folding bed. I saw this on, once again, van life is for Instagram, Jared. Mm-hmm. I saw this on the gram the other day. Someone had their setup where it was like a... Like the the bed folded up into two sides, so it was like a couch on each side, kind of. Um, and then mm-hmm. they had a table in the middle. And what they could do as well is below the table, they must have somehow cut like a little drain or a hole in the floor. Well, it would be a drain, not a hole. But they have a drain in the floor, and then they had shower curtains, and they could they had a shower in there too, all in a transit connect, mind you, which is not Wait, a very inside? big inside. Yes. Yeah. How does that work? It was, um, um, I'll have to see, maybe I can find the post and I'll send it to you later, but it was just crazy. But like, that was like the most like in, like ingenious, like engineered, like you could for sure live out of that thing. It had everything. It had a good cooking setup, good sleeping setup, had a shower inside the van. Um, really crazy. But now you ask me though, my dream, like if, if money was no object, what I would get is I would get um, like either a Mercedes or a Dodge, a uh, uh, Mercedes Sprinter. Sprinter or a Dodge ProMaster, which mm-hmm. is basically kind of the same thing. Yep. High roof. I would want to get a lift kit on it, four-wheel drive. Why? Okay. All-terrain tires. Why yep, that I'll, and not a transit? What? Why that and not a transit? I mean, I, I would actually, you know, any high roof. Gotcha. Yeah, That's fair. high roof. I was, it, those it, were the first yeah, two that came in mind. kind of the same. It's just personal right. preference at that point. Okay, gotcha, right. gotcha. Right. Um, but as I said, so get a lift kit on it so there's mm-hmm. more ground clearance. Put a skid plate underneath so, you know, we could really hit up some remote places. Yeah. Um, and I, what I would like, though, too, is I would like to have a, a van, you know, if money were no object here, I would like it to be so I there's like a queen-size bed. Uh, and that would be mine. But then what I've seen some of these van builds do, um, and even places where you know you can just buy pre-made ones, um, uh, pre-made conversion vans, is have like another lower bunk in case like a buddy wanted to come for a weekend. Um, mm. Or if I like one day had a dog, like that would be, well, let's be honest, the dog would probably be in the queen size bed with me. But either way. Um, and then the cool thing about those types of vans, though, Jared, what I've seen is because they're big enough, tall enough, and long enough, People have like a little mini kind of garage underneath the beds. So you could have like for me, it would be like a skateboard. I'd probably have like a guitar, maybe even an amp down there um, for my guitar. I do bring a guitar with me every time I go with my van. Uh, you mentioned hobbies. That was a, that's a great one. Sit by the campfire and play acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, super stereotypical and cliche, but I love it. Um, anyways, back to that van. Uh, the key for me as well, Jared, for like a van life uh, it needs to have a bathroom and a shower inside and obviously a good cooking setup. And the 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 icing on the cake, Jared, would be like a table where I could have like a TV or a monitor and have like a little workspace. And here's the last thing that I'll mention. I would love to have a swivel chair uh, or sometimes they call it a captain's chair or maybe even have two swivel chairs, the driver's side and the passenger side. So then you can turn that around and just entertain more folks in your van. That's, all, that's always a nice move. That's a nice yep. move. Yep. So there yeah. you go. So that's mine. What about that's for a you, good Jared? One. 
That's a good one. I mean, going with going with the the full size van, you know, Transit, uh, Sprinter, um, or you know, there's a bunch of European ones we don't get in the U.S. But that's the that's that's the smart choice, you know. Mm-hmm. That 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 I think is probably the best combination for of, sure. Um, Solid compromise of um, size and in, interior and exterior, and you can really live out of those. I, I see. I have a different. I have a different take, though. I want to go. If I'm doing this, I'm. I want to go off the grid. You know, I really get into the idea of um, like the overlanding, where nice. it's like you really are are sort of off the grid. You know, but to do that, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. You, you could you could get a four wheel drive Sprinter or Transit. I believe they make Transits in four wheel drive as well. I think so. Yeah. Um, but in, and those will take you off road, but but they won't they won't test they're not testing any sort of limits, you know, like it's just really to take you down, uh, maybe some some slightly sketchy dirt roads. Really, you know, you're not right. climbing shit. You're not really right. testing the limits. I want to really go deep, and I want to really really see the world. I want to I want to go to Colorado and be able to freely just really see the world. Uh, and I, I think I have the right vehicle for that. It is uh, the Mercedes Unimog. Are you familiar with a Unimog? Oh, those are sick. Those are cool. So the <laughs> the Unimog is a four by, four wheel drive truck. It's one of the most capable four wheel drive vehicles in the world. It's huge, by the way. I say truck. It's huge. And Mercedes themselves sell, sells a camper version I, on their website. Uh, and it's oh, called really? the, the Mog Home. Let's see. Google that. A Mog Home. I'm going to. Do Unimog Mog Home. Let's see if that works. Oh, that does work. Okay. That's oh, yeah. what I want. Yeah. A Unimog Mog wow, Home. Wow. Look, look at, at that. that. Look at that thing. See, uh, this is like a box truck on steroids, Jerry. It's essentially a box truck on a on like on like a military grade off-road chassis. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it yep. literally is a military truck. Wow, this is amazing. Uh, and it is truly amazing, and, and it's huge, by the way, huge. I cannot. And so the in, so the interior it, it also is huge, of course. It's got a snorkel, I see. Yeah. So if you ever are fording, you know, through like a lake, like Lake Michigan, <laughs> I don't know. This thing is so huge. I don't know what sort of body of water this thing is is for fording through. Um, it has obviously all sorts of onboard battery systems, where you know, and uh, auxiliary battery systems. Right. It has a bathroom. It has a shower inside of it. By the way, full mm-hmm. size. It's Good. almost like a full size. That was nicer than my shower. Uh, it also has locking <laughs> axles, front, middle, rear. It okay. has uh, uh, the approach and departure angles are insane. The I believe it has portal axles, which means. So on a normal car, the axle just goes straight across. Mercedes, right. well, not just Mercedes, but this has this crazy technology where the axle is actually it can like bend and flex, right? No, 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 no. So instead of going straight across, it's actually mm-hmm. lifted higher into the chassis. So okay. uh, and so it, it adds sort of this complex connection where it's not just straight across, but it, it raises the the. Uh, the axle completely, so you have a lot more um, off-road capability. There's a lot more ground clearance now because of how okay. high up the axle is, but it's a kind of complicated system. And then I saw, actually, I saw one where uh, on the front, not 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 just on Mercedes' website, maybe this is an accessory you have to buy, on the front of $100,000 accessory, because this also, I think, solves my, my issue with... You can't take this into the city. I recognize that, Chad. Yep. I recognize that. This is an off-road beast, a behemoth 
of a machine that can take you anywhere, right. literally. But I saw one that had a bike rack, almost like you see on a uh, like on a on a city bus, where okay. you know you can like you can put your bike into it. That had a motorcycle on it. Oh wow, nice! There's your transportation, Jerry. Exactly. You got exactly. everything. Take that into the city, and right. just leave the U- Unimog out in the woods somewhere. Right. And and it was actually a dirt bike. You know, just get a little. Dirt I was bike. just gonna say, yeah, that would be perfect. And get you a dirt know, take bike that on. on. Take that on the trail. You know, you you'll, you you can at least be s- s- relatively close to the trail. Right. Uh, and then uh, take that into town. Hang out, get some shit, go back to the Mog. I will say, though, Jared, this Unimog, one, it blew my mind. This thing is amazing. Like, I've seen the vehicles themselves never as a camper van. This is awesome. Yeah. I will say this, though, Jared. This would be like an, I feel like, an ideal apocalypse vehicle. Like oh, if you yeah. had to like get in the middle of nowhere, like if zombies <laughs> were coming, like, get me I a mean, Unimog. This thing could almost definitely run over cars. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm not even for kidding, sure. too. This thing yeah. could probably run over your average sedan. Maybe not a Suburban, but it right. could run over your average sedan pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that would be my choice. And, I mean, there you're not having to give up really. I mean, okay, yeah, you, you are giving up the one compromise where, like, drivability in a city and tight spaces. Yeah, okay, a highway sure. is probably terrible, too. Right, well, sure. But, I mean, in terms of actually living inside something, like, this would be the perfect, especially for, like, one to two people. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could live really, really comfortably in this thing. Um, you know me, yeah, Chad? This is, this I got awesome. expensive taste. When I think about right. the ideal van life, if I'm not in a Unimog 500, or, excuse me, a Unihome, yeah, I don't want it. Oh, excuse That's me, fair. Mog Home, not a Unihome, a Mog right. Home. I don't want it. I don't want yeah. it. I've got, I've got slightly the way, more s- simple tastes. By the way, they're, they're, I'm looking at this Mog Home, and there's a um, a spare tire strapped to the roof of yep. the cab. The, the, the cab. How the hell do you get that thing down? Right. That thing's got to weigh person, at least 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's way more than that. Right. One person, because these tires also, by the way, I forgot to mention when I was mentioning the stats, these, flat, these tires have uh, auxiliary... Um, uh, inflate and deflate. So just with a switch on the inside, you can oh, cool. deflate or inflate them uh, to certain. Because if you're on like certain off-road paths, right. it's better to have them deflated. So you can just sure. do it with a switch, and then when you get back into the freeway, same switch, and it inflates them back. Like these are complex wheels. I don't right. know th- th- these those wheels. I'd say at least five hundred pounds each. Those I don't know wheels how... probably cost more than my Transit Connect. I bet oh, you. easily, easily. But <laughs> this is why I said money, no object. <laughs> right, right. This and is also, this is really amazing. It looks though. like on the side of you can even get like an awning on the side. I mean, you could probably get so many accessories for this thing. Right. It would be insane. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be my choice. I was gonna share today like some must-haves for van life, but I think we could save that for another episode because I think there's a lot to talk about for that. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, this Unimog or, or Mog Home, yeah, this is legit. Um, looks super, super awesome. Do you want to? Do you uh, want to? Do you? <laughs> in the, by the way, this was my. Just to be clear, that was my uh, compromised, more realistic choice. Really, if we're being real, bro. If okay. we're being real, <laughs> you buying like a semi truck, basically. No, 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 no. Look up the same website, by the way. This you could okay. buy these things for Mercedes. Mercedes Benz Zetros, Z E T R O S. Now that's this. This is just ridiculous. This is honestly first, just... first thing on. Oh, holy <laughs> shit! Wow, 
Wow, dude. It was so funny. The first thing on Google when I searched six it. By six. Here, here, here's here's the here's the uh here's the headline, Jared. The first thing that popped up on Google, world's most badass RV. And yep, it holds up. That, I haven't even read the article. That holds up. That I, is legit. That is that, that is probably where does I want to see that article. Um I can send it to you. That is probably what I would go with if, if we're being real. Because this thing uh, is the Unimog on an even higher level. It's to the yep. point where the... It's a six by six. Six by six. The chass- like the cab that you sit in and the chassis, those also have another articul- articulation. So right. you can get some real crazy off-road where... The- oh, my God. That Whoa. picture... I- is and insane. Then the garage has two motorcycles in the back. Excuse me? Did you say garage? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't even notice that at first. There's yeah. a full garage for an ATV. Yep. And oh then you got a ladder God. to the ladder to the, the cab, and then also I at least and I thought I saw a ladder to the top. It's wow. so funny that I'm saying this. The the Unimog, the interiors, it's it's very usable, but it's kind of Spartan, you know? Right. The Zetros. Now this is a luxury experience. I mean, that this thing is, and has I'm not to be even, like at least half a million, if not a million dollars. I right? think I think the Unimog might be more like half a million. This might be seven fifty, eight hundred, you know, wow. nine hundred. I have no idea, but I'm guessing that we're approaching a million with this thing for sure. Right. And I, I don't even know that. Also, <laughs> where do you go? Where are right. you with this? You mu- this must be for like some crazy like I'm trying to take crazy out of my vernacular some it, it, i probably shouldn't use insane either if i'm taking crazy out <laughs> true some super wealthy person in like sweden you know that's really just going off the grid you know because the picture they have it's like in the woods in snow and i'm like who's ever right. in the situation <laughs> right so that's why i'm like let me be realistic i'll just get the mog home but that yeah. one was really what i had my eye on mercedes benz knows how to make a uh Make a camper is what I'm saying. No, no kidding. That, from that the Sprinter all the way up to the right. Zetros. <laughs> well, and it's wild, dude. I've seen Sprinters online that go for like two hundred thousand. Oh yeah, easy. I mean, you, yeah, Exa- exactly. So imagine how right. much the Zetros cost. Which because is funny it's easy though, Jared, because a, a Sprinter to two hundred in a van life right. situation. Oh, definitely. Which which is so funny though, because I feel like the the whole allure to van life is also kind of living on the cheap. Yeah, simplifying all of these your options life. are the opposite of this. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, simplifying. I just want to simplify my my life. I sold my home. You know, I sold my car and I bought a motorcycle and a uh, Mercedes Benz Zetros. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Which is bigger than my current home, more complicated than my current home. <laughs> right. Has more updated technology than my current home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's actually nicer than my house. Right. Oh just, man. You know what yeah, I'll do? I mean, I'll just knock down my house, buy a Zetros. No, my Zetros costs more than my house. What am I talking about? The I, I ideally buy a Zetros and just park it in in the plot <laughs> right. where my house was, right. and I'll yeah, be living way more luxuriously. And then right. I can also you, leave and go somewhere if I want to see the yep. world. True. All you'll need is to make those water and electricity hookups, and you'll be good to go. Dude, I think I just solved it. I've been. I was asking all that time. Well, how do you have a a home location? I just solved it. I mean, you I don't know what plot of land. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. You could easily just buy a plot of land somewhere, and then just con- especially if you have something like a Zetros or a Unimog, mm-hmm. or even a nice Sprinter for that matter. Yeah, and just continue to live out of that. Uh, and then, and even if you do have some maybe you know cheap sh- shitty car that you just leave there, you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, see, there you go. A barn we, to park, we, to park we, it We might have brought Jared on Team Van right. Life, folks. All right, now all I need <laughs> is a mill and a half for a Zetros, and I'm in. 
Perfect. By the way, Perfect. the Zetros comes equipped with satellite TV, a DVD, CD player, MP3 player, Bose surround sound system, uh, Mac Mini, and uh, its own Wi-Fi hotspot. <laughs> I mean, look, as it should. If you're dropping that much cash for something, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, it's makes a million a dollars. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't surprise me. I see me. it in the article. Doesn't surprise me one bit. But I don't yeah, know how you thing buy that. Like, you, can, you can't just buy it off other way. I don't know. Anyway. You probably I, special order it, it, but I, I, I would imagine. This has really got me excited. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, van life, I think it's, um, as much as uh, it does, I think there is this very kind of Instagram-y facade about it. I do think there is a lot of cool aspects of it. I mean, I've really been very fortunate, Jared, and thankful for just being able to travel to some of the places I've gone, spend time with some of my family when we've when I've taken the camper van. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I don't know. I think there's a lot of good to it, but you do have to be smart about it. You do have to uh, realize what compromises you're making. I think the biggest compromise tends to be comfort versus cost, right? So if you want to spend more, you're probably going to be more comfy. But if you don't want to spend those costs, then you're going to be in like a transit connect with no air conditioning at night. Right. So, you know, I have two like battery powered fans that I use um, <laughs> for, for like late summer and fall uh, and, and spring. I think it works great. But during like the heat of summer, like like nope, you you are sweating buckets. So, right. um, yeah, but yeah, dude. I mean, I, I do think it is kind of funny how how it is like this big thing on social media. And like you said, like it seems like a lot of times like van lifers just do it to kind of flex, right? It's like you know my sunset is prettier than yours right now, or or what have you. <laughs> um, but uh, and there are a lot of you know unseen things about van life like what if your van breaks down and especially if you live in your van full-time if it breaks down and your van's in the shop for a week yeah. you have to stay somewhere else for a week like are you going to tent camp outside for a I, week like you yeah. know i think if you're going to be a van lifer you need to have at least i, I want to be concerned about cat those catastrophic well you probably should be i don't know what i'm talking about but right? like um you, you should at least have basic knowledge of, of your vehicle, mm-hmm. like like to the sense where it's like you can be you could look, and and for the most part the, the well, the, well that cars are getting more complicated. But I was gonna say like if you're talking like an Econo line, that sort of era of van, those are things you could like you can look in, and and sort of figure out what, what's what's wrong. Stuff's getting yeah. a little more complicated these days. True, especially uh, with all the lot Mercedes more, stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, but just in general, computers are so much more. By the way, I was just scrolling through the recent van life, and I literally found a picture of someone's feet in front of a body of water, and it says, uh, making memories and enjoying our mummy and son time. Uh, and and it's the feet sticking out. It must be British, because there's got some gross oh, yeah, British-looking sure. food. Uh, but yeah. No, it's... Yeah. It's for the I gram. I will say this, though, Which is Jared. why it's not right for you, because you're terrible at Instagram. That That is so true. You I'm, realize quickly, it's like, oh, I don't care about the Instagram aspect of it. Now I'm just sort of uncomfortable <laughs> i need to just sell this van now because i'm not yeah i will say this though jared i think the i will gladly say though i i i am a very proud van life weekend warrior like a couple days mm-hmm. it's great now granted for me my van is just a tool to sleep really and uh and hold my stuff i'm but not that's what living it is for out most of it people. like some folks that's what it is for most people i would say uh, well, I think it depends how how uh, how like much you build into your van, right? Like I've seen some people who have if you have a full fledged <clears throat> cooking setup, like, and that's the other thing too. But like, I think in general, a, as a van lifer, you have to be you, like you should be ready to be spending a lot of time outside. 
even right. if you true. do have like that's a, true maybe you're maybe right. not with a zetros maybe you could just stay inside of it the whole time but even in a sprinter you're going to be spending a lot of time outside like e- even though there's mm-hmm. space to move around it's not necessarily just comfortable or nice to hang out in there when it right. when it's nice outside you know yeah oh you know an important aspect of a, of a van life situation you gotta have a hammock for sure oh for sure and well here's the other thing jared hammock and and a roof rack because once again the, the then you can you have more flexibility to hammock you because all you need is rack. one tree. You can have a roof rack on a on a sprinter. Yeah, you can. Now, how are you supposed to get up there? Uh, a lot of them have ladders. And so, what sort of stuff you put up there? You have a ladder up there. Now you're like, now you're like trying to carry down a Unimog tire with a off of a ladder. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a lot of people online when I was doing research for my van where they have solar panels up on their roof, which is the reason why they have a ladder in case they need to get up there and do anything okay. with that well, that makes sense if it's um, something like that but like i couldn't right. imagine having like a full-size van and like using the roof to um to actually like um store s- stuff that i'm going up and down a bunch of times to get like a bike true. or something that's true like i'd rather have like one of those trailer hitch bike racks or something if i'm gonna yeah. do that yeah well once again it goes down to i guess uh comfort cost and i guess also e well that would be comfort you know ease of accessing whatever you have and that that has been a big learning lesson for me as well jared like there's i purposefully put my food in my van right right under where i sleep so i can easily grab it and pull it out whereas yeah. i have the way my that's the what way I do my bed my, frame is set up what? that's what i do home here i have a snack drawer under my bed ease of <laughs> See, access perfect. I just go pull it out grab a twix go back to sleep there we go but yeah i mean i think there's a lot of great things about van life jared but i do i do sometimes think it, it is a little laughable how like how how it's just portrayed via social media, especially Instagram, you know? Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't think it's it makes realistic. it seem a little bit vain in in some regards, but but you know it is cool. It's fun. Um, I'm I'm gonna be going out to the west side of the state of Michigan next weekend, so that'll be great. Um, and uh, excited to take the van out for another trip. And I've 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 realized, Jared, since I bought the van, I've put six thousand miles on it already. That's good. That's that's a healthy amount of miles. What was that? Six months? Feb February, so yeah. That's a, a little more than that, but that's that's a good amount. Yeah, seven months, yeah. So it's So got, yeah, but it's, anyways it's been uh, used. That's good. That's it, good. It has. And uh and it's it's treated me well. Buddy has been a good good travel companion for the time being. That's the name? Yep. Very original. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I was gonna I wanted to do like a like a T name. But like I, all the names that like, I thought of, like I know people with that name, and I'm just like, that's awkward. Tamika. Uh, well, I was actually thinking Tony. <laughs> okay. Tony the Transit. Tony kind of the like Transit. Tony the Tiger. <laughs> yeah, Tamika's kind of out there. That would right. be that. That would just be fun. I just like that one because uh, then people are gonna ask you why is the name Tamika, and it's just like, ah, I thought it was a good name. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. Tamika. Yeah. Anyway, all right, I think but, yeah. we've done enough van life chit-chat. I think we have. Let us know what your thoughts are about van life at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram and YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast. And also, please slide into those DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. And please, five-star reviews on iTunes, and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. Vidanya.